Welcome to the State of Business with the Ohio Society of CPAs. I'm Jessica Salerno, Senior Content Manager at OSCPA, and this is the show where we bring you the latest news impacting the business and accounting world from top experts. The saying goes that the only certainties in life are death and taxes, and Denny Murphy, CPA, might know that better than most. Denny is a funeral director at Schulte and Mann Murphy Funeral Homes, but he spent his career in public accounting, the majority of it at Skoda Minotti that is now Markham. He's been in his new role for about a month, and he told me about his family's background in funeral homes, how his CPA knowledge serves him well in the funeral industry, the impact from the coronavirus pandemic, and much more. Here's what he had to say. I started in public accounting, was, was in public accounting for 13 years, and now I'm um, now a licensed funeral director. And I, you know, as I was transitioning from public accounting, and I, I would kid with people, you know, I'm keeping with the certainties in life, death and taxes. So I'm, uh, you know, keeping it, um, keeping it on the norm, um, if you will. So <laughs> But, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things I I grew up with my dad as a funeral, my dad and his three brothers as a funeral direct, funeral directors. Uh, My grandpa was a funeral director and and his uncle. So I'm, um, I am fourth generation, you know, coming into the business and, you know, I've always wanted to own my own business. Um, Obviously I I don't own the funeral home right now, but you know, I, I I would like to. And so that aspect of, of owning a business going about it that way, um, it really appealed to me. You know, I, my dad had a great work-life balance growing up and, you know, it, you know, it's, it's helping clients and families, um, very much like, you know, the CPA business. So I, um, I, I wanted, I didn't want to go directly into it. I, I wanted to get a basis and, you know, accounting, um, is a great way to get a, a good business acumen. Um, so, um, I kind of just went about it that way, but so it was, uh, you know, kind of owning my own business growing up kind of, you know, around a funeral home. And um, it wasn't, it's not all that crazy to me just growing up uh, around it. So it was, uh, it was appealing to me. So um, yeah, so I, I made this switch, um, you know, after 13 years in public accounting and wanted to give it a try. And, you know, uh, I've been here about a month and, you know, I really like it so far. And so was this always part of the plan for you eventually? Not really. You know, I, I tell people it's, uh, you know, I, I kind of had it in the back of my mind. I just, you know, I tell people kind of typical dysfunctional family business. My dad and his brothers, you know, hadn't really talked about uh, succession planning or who's taking over the business, that sort of thing. So um, my cousin was also interested in the business and he was living in Boston and he moved back Um two years ago from Boston and, and got in the business. And I had, uh, once my dad told me that I had kind of planted in my dad's head that, you know, I'd be interested in doing it. So at that time I signed up for my funeral director's apprenticeship program, um, which is a two year process to, um, to that is required to become a licensed funeral director. So that kind of set the balls rolling and kind of in motion. You know, I, I kid with my dad and his brothers, my uncles, they're not getting any younger. We need to get some new blood in here. So um, it, it's worked out well. My, me and my cousin work, uh, work great together and we're kind of right now learning the nuances of the business, you know, how things run and, and that sort of thing. And so you mentioned, Denny, your your business acumen from spending so long in public accounting and you're a CPA. I'm curious, how does that inform 
um, the way you do business um, in this new role in funeral homes? Well, you wouldn't think it necessarily, but you know, there's a lot of similarities um, between the two businesses. Started my career at KPMG, and then I was at Skoda Minotti, who recently merged with Markham for the majority of my career for you know over 13 years, and they, you know, that company Skoda Minotti instilled in me, you know, you got to be a business advisor to your clients. So working on the other side is in public accounting, you know, you have Whole bunch of clients you're dealing with and you're staying on top of you know irs regulations and updates and ppp stuff and um you're really trying to be that good business advisor to your clients and being here for only a month in private industry at a funeral home i know how important that is now for public accounts to be that business advisor it's funny you kind of lose you lose touch with all those updates and, and things like that but public accounting really gave you that um, you know, platform to be that business advisor. So I'm, had I not been fortunate enough to be in 13 years in accounting, I, you know, I, I would probably be lost, you know, um, without knowing what to do, but, you know, having come from a great firm for so long and all those things that I helped, uh, businesses and, you know, acquisitions and, and, uh, succession planning, you know, even, you know, the PPP loans this past busy season, helping all my clients, um, apply for them. Um, what amount should they apply for, um, you know, how to get forgiveness, all that, all that uh, information I learned, I'm, I'm now taking over into my new role. Um, and, you know, and I, I know how to find it. It's not as easy as it used to be in public accounting where people would send out emails saying, hey, make sure your clients are aware of this. You know, it's, it's me going out and, and finding that information. The IRS issues new regulations, you know, I got to go out and find it that sort of thing. But, you know, having that, that business acumen that I learned makes it a lot easier um, for me coming into this role uh, in that regard. Absolutely. And you've, you've mentioned, you know, that um, client advisor relationship and something that we always hear is that a lot of uh, counting the profession, it's um, you're working with people, it's a people business. And I'm sure you can obviously feel that um, in in your new role as well. How do you feel like your experience, you know, working with clients helps you working with um, families who are grieving? There's the technical side with which I kind of touched on, but it's, it's the, all the other things too. It's, it's dealing with clients, you know, it, it's kind of the same thing in, in um, working with clients. It's, it's a lot, it's very similar, you know, goods and services that they're, you know, going to be purchasing and, you know, billing and collecting, but you know, it all, you know, so, so the client service side is is a big piece of it. And that's, I, I hate to say it again, but, you know, public accounting set me up, you know, well for that. It's um, dealing with families now. However, it's on a, a, a different spectrum, you know, with talking debits and credits and accounting versus, you know, grieving families. But, you know, public accounting really gave me that platform to communicate with clients or, you know, now, um, and now I'm taking that and in, in, in talking with clients as I, make arrangements or, you know, as I'm selling our services or selling our goods, it's all things that I've done before that I feel very comfortable doing. Um, you know, it's, it, it's, you know, it's great to just kind of roll into it. Um, so the biggest thing when I used to mentor people, mentor people in, in public accounting, even new, new staff coming in the door, it's the biggest thing that a new staff can do. I, I, I would always tell them you can, you can, 
you can do the worst job in the world. And if you communicate job status updates, what you're doing, asking questions, you could be an all-star. I mean, communication was top and foremost key, um, especially this day and age where employees, especially millennials, you know, me included in that bucket, you know, hide behind email. And it, it's those communication skills that tougher and, and even with the, the COVID pandemic and, and working from home, it's, people are, you know, hiding behind email. So I would tell people, you know, pick up the phone and call somebody and, and give, them an, give them an update. But that communication, like I said, keeping the communication channels open. Now, now in the funeral business, there's, there's much more communication channels, I'd say, with, um, you know, obviously you have the families, but you also have uh, the crematories or the cemeteries or the, uh, the churches or um, Department of Vital Statistics and, and the hospitals and, and getting death calls. More, you know, as much, if not more, you know, uh, levels of communication that um, you just got to make sure everyone's on the same page. And if you do a bad job and keeping people updated, everything should, should come out um, on the end the same way. So. And I know you mentioned earlier that, that this has been a family business for you, that you grew up in, and saw your dad working in this. How did that kind of form your, your understanding of funeral homes and, and make you think maybe this could be a possibility for me one day? Yeah, I mean, it, it's funny. I, I, guess I, I guess a lot of people have the perception, you know, working as a funeral director and dealing with dead bodies and cremations and dealing with ashes it, it you know puts people off or kind of scares them or you know but that it's all second nature to me growing up we would funeral home has a community center that we would have parties at so we'd be in the funeral home you know non-stop I'd come in and see my dad and be in the office and that so it's been um it's just been been second nature so um it it, it kind of just made sense to, to kind of go down this path like I said earlier I wanted to make sure that I had that I had a good base to go off of. And, you know, as I switched from public accounting into the funeral business, it, it's funny because, I, you know, as a director at, at Markham, Scotamonetti turned Markham, you know, I was relatively high in the, the totem pole. However, now it's, uh, I'm low man on the totem pole, you know, so it gets a little bit switched around and it's, um, how do, how does our office manager do things? So I'm, I'm trying to learn the biz, business inside and out. And I'm starting with our office manager um, buying, you know, putting in a purchase order for caskets or, you know, paying bills or, you know, completing a death certificate things. I, I, I want to, I want to know what she does on a daily basis um, so that I, I know what I'm doing in the future. And then there's opportunity there. If I understand the business, you know, from the ground up, it's all right, where can we improve upon? It's kind of like internal controls. And, you know, are there opportunities? Is our office manager doing things multiple times that she only needs to be doing once? Can we uh, do it one way to save time versus another way? So it's, it's things like that where I just don't want to jump in and, um, you know, start doing the books and records. Uh, I want to kind of do it from the ground up just to, to get an idea and, and, and comb through kind of like internal control documents and internal control narratives and, and things along that line so that I can just get that, that business sense and, and, and know it from the ground up. So um, it kind of just, just made sense to, to get in the business and, you know, it, it, it never growing up in it overall, it just never felt weird to me. Um, so, but you know, now that I, in the past couple of weeks, since I've gotten licensed as a funeral director, I told a couple of people and they're, you know, it's, 
you, you don't hear it all that often and people are kind of taken aback. So it's, uh, I just want to get out there and talk to people and, and, and go about it that way. So. Yeah. And it also makes me think of what you mentioned earlier, kind of always wanting to own your own business and then having that, you know, the perspective of a family business and then also this foundational knowledge of, of accounting and being a CPA. And I imagine that kind of the combination of those things makes this seem like a path that you could really embrace. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, going from public accounting, I started beginning of the month or beginning of last month. And the first thing I did was um, apply for that Ohio small business relief grant that came out in Ohio. Um, that was first day. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with that sort of thing. So I uh, worked with my uncle who had all the books and records and I applied for that successfully. And it's just um, coming into it, you know, my dad, and my uncles, you know, weren't aware of that small business relief grant. So coming into it and being able to plop that that money on their plate, you know, was was a good thing. And and I wouldn't have had that had I not had all my years in, in public accounting. So it's things like that. And um, you know, I'll be helping them with, you know, the PPP forgiveness uh things and um things along that nature that I've um learned in public accounting that I'm that I'm able to um transfer over to the funeral home. And you know, that all goes along with obviously doing the books and records for the funeral home and in the related entities, then there are sales and use tax, um, you know, filings that, you know, won't be an issue. And then um, really getting into tax planning. And, you know, I go back to getting updates on tax updates or IRS updates or, or uh, uh, things of that nature. But, but having that good basis and knowledge of tax, I am now able to kind of do my own tax planning internally and, and, and I'll have a, you know, an, an outside firm look over it if I need to. So it's, it's things that I've all get, uh, that I've gathered from public accounting that will, you know, help me propel, you know, this side too. And I'm curious, I know you mentioned that um, you've been in this role for about a month, but have you seen any um, impacts from the coronavirus pandemic? Prior to me starting here, back in you know February, March, April timeframe, there was there's definitely a decrease in call volume, you know, here at our funeral home. A, a lot of that related to you know the lockdown and people not traveling as much. There were less heart attacks. People weren't driving as much. You know, some people could say there was less stress. So there was a definitely a decrease uh, in that regard. And um, our traditional funeral has, has changed. I mean, it's, you know, we have restrictions on how many people can be in, be in the building. The cremation rate had art has already been on the rise pre COVID, but you know, this, this pandemic has, has definitely accelerated the, the cremation rate um, uh, among all funeral homes uh, for sure. Um, and then as we, you know, over the summer, as, as we're moving away from the lockdown and still to this day, I mean, we would, um, you know, lacks the conditions on visitations and that. And um, there's a lot of, not a full-blown visitation the night before. There might be a visitation, um, you know, the morning at the church uh, in that regard. Another thing that that changed, that COVID changed the funeral business is, you know, getting death certificates signed by doctors. Typically, we could turn around a death certificate, get a death certificate signed by a doctor and, and go downtown to City Hall and, and, and have the final death certificate, you know, within five days of, of the death of, um, of the individual. Now, 
you know, you can't go down and wait in line anymore at City Hall. Everything's by mail. So it, it, it's put a real strain on people trying to close accounts or transfer titles on, on autos or homes. We're, we're telling people it, it ta- it's going to take no less than three weeks to get a, to get a death, final death certificate back just because it's all done by mail. Um, and, and we're at the mercy of, you know, the processing and Department of Vital Statistics in Ohio and in the county, you know, they're, they're dealing with their own COVID issues too. So um, in that regard, that's kind of slowed down, you know, that's one thing that's out of our control, but, you know, for the families have, have really taken an impact trying to close out accounts of deceased and, you know, bank accounts, you know, um, investment accounts. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's just a little taste of kind of what COVID has entailed, um, where, it, you know, hopefully once we get past this, we have a couple jobs as a funeral director. It's make sure that we get the deceased where they need to go, whether it be um, ashes in an urn or, or in the ground. And it's also making sure that the family members that are left are in the right spot too. And in and, and doing that, you know, one thing that you really need to do is have a visitation and, and and have friends come and express their sorrow for the family or, you know, have a funeral mass. And, and you know, in that regard, it's, um, it's not happening all that much. You know, we're, we're putting in a lot of death notices, celebration of life at a later date. Um, and I, it's tough because I don't think a lot of families are getting the closure that they would otherwise have gotten pre pre COVID. So it's just tough times. And, you know, we're, we're helping, you know, our families as much as we can and, and, and kind of get closure for them to help them through, you know, such a difficult process that, that they go through when fortunately they have to, you know, see us. So. And, and what would you say now that you're, you're in this role and like you mentioned, you have um, your funeral directors, is it a license or certification? Yeah, it, it's a it, it's a license just like uh, like a CPA license. It's it's through okay. the Ohio and it, it's through the Ohio e license portal. So yeah, it's uh, it was you know a two years of apprenticeship program and then two tests uh, to take, much like a, a CPA test um, that you take at a testing center. So um, so yeah, two licenses or a separate license. Yeah. And so it sounds like you've really set yourself up for success in this new new role. What are you most looking forward to? What I'm most looking forward to is um, helping families helping families get through this grieving process. Even only been here, you know, a month. I, I we had a death call, and it was a friend called us without getting into details, a friend called us and, um, you know, they, they found her deceased in her apartment and, you know, we were, we were kind of called in and, you know, there were family members from out of state. Um, They may have not gotten along, but at at the end of it, we were able to kind of uh, put some peace to uh, the family members. And, you know, I had talked to the friend and, you know, I was dealing mostly with the sister and and they didn't get along all that much, uh, the friend and the sister. Um, but it, being able to help that friend through the sister and, and getting them cremated and and just helping them along, she you know she wrote me a nice text saying you know we we couldn't have gotten through this without you, we appreciate it and um, it, it just felt really good. And and I don't want to say that public accounting isn't satisfying because once you 
publish or finalize that audit, it, 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 it is satisfying, but it's, you know, it just hits a little bit deeper in the funeral industry, helping a family who's grieving, getting through and, 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 you know, using a funeral director they trust to, to help them get through the process um, that they need. Um, so that's kind of the, the biggest thing I'm, I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, the other thing I'm, I'm looking to do and um, looking forward to is just, you know, it's, it's funny. I, like I said, I come over to Skoda Minotti, a regional accounting firm. And first thing I hear meeting with Greg Skoda is business development, business development, pound the pavement, you know, make connections with attorneys, insurance agents, bankers, and, 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 and nurture and grow those uh, relationships. Um, it's really no different in the funeral industry. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I want to get out and, and meet people, you know, you know, the funeral home, my dad and his brothers and, and my cousin and other, you know, others that work here were, were obviously, um, were very, um, were very connected with the chambers of commerce. Um, you know, we have funeral homes in Lynnhurst, South Euclid and Chagrin Falls. Um, so, we're very connected in that way and, and just, you know, making those connections, you know, with other families and friends and, um, you know, having, having, you know, people, uh, have a, have someone to call that they otherwise wouldn't, um, you know, by having me in the business is, is, and, and being able to help them is, is kind of what I'm looking forward to. It's, you know, it, it's satisfying, um, helping someone you really know and, and love and, and get through the grieving process. It, it's all very satisfying, but if it's someone you really know, um, you know, for instance, one of my best friends, he was in my wedding, his grandpa passed away, was sick for six months, um, you know, and, and he passed away my second week here at the funeral home. And, you know, I, I, I kid with my, my best friend, you know, pops was waiting, waiting for me to pass. Cause you know, he was, he wanted me to take care of him. And it, that was kind of you know that was the first funeral I did from the beginning to the end and and it really uh it was very sentimental you know just because I I knew the deceased as you know as well as anyone else um so it's helping those families and getting through the grieving process that I'm, I'm look, most looking forward to Thank you to Denny for taking the time to speak more about his new role as a funeral director and how his CPA knowledge has helped him in his new role What did you think of the episode let me know at jsalerno, J-S-A-L-E-R-N-O, at ohiocpa.com. And please rate and review us on whatever podcast app you're using. We love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening.